Hello, Fort Bragg PWOC family. This week, we introduced our current executive board members as we begin our search for next year's executive board members. Please join us as we hear their personal joining their journey to how God has led them to where they are today. If you are interested in an executive board position for next year, feel free to send us a message at braggpwc at gmail.com. Thank you and have a and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey, raise your hand if you got an email from me yesterday. It wasn't very long. It was like three different things. In that email, um, you should have seen the information for the retreat. Did everybody see that? Who read it? Did anybody actually read it? There were bullet points. I made it super simple, like color-coded, bolded. Tried to make it really easy. So if you saw that and saw the information about retreat, then you should know all of the details because I know we've been saying save the date, April 3rd and 4th, and we didn't really have a whole lot to put out to everybody yet. Um, So hopefully you guys all got that yesterday. If for whatever reason you did not get the email or you didn't have time to read it, I'll go ahead and tell you. So the retreat is April 3rd and 4th. It's going to be Friday the 3rd in the evening um, from 6 to about 8 o'clock. And then it's going to be all day Saturday from about 8 to 4. Where is it going to be? It's going to be here locally in Fayetteville at Mana Church on Cliffdale Road. So it's probably about 15 minutes from here. It doesn't take very long to get there. Um, And they are graciously hosting the retreat for us. Um, It's something that we really appreciate. Um, So that's where it's going to be. Now, it also mentioned in there that there's limited childcare. Um, so the sooner you sign up and register, the more likely it is that that would be available for you if you need that. Um, also, another important reason to register, if you have not yet, uh, if you would like a lunch. Um, if you register in advance, there is a lunch that can be provided for you on Saturday. The options are a turkey sandwich, Um, with chips and a cookie or a salad with a cookie, but you do have to register for that. If you don't register, there's not going to be a lunch for you. Um, So as of this morning, there were 32 ladies that had registered, including myself. Um, I I was second. Trisha Trisha was first. (laughs) Kelly's advertising (laughs) the theme. Um, But the It's just really important. Um, Now, one thing to note, um, it is open to everybody. So it doesn't just have to be ladies that come to to PWOC. It could be a lady that you work with. It could be another spouse. It's really open to anybody. There's no limit as far as how many ladies we can have. We just need everybody to register if they would like a lunch, um, to register if they are going to need childcare. but we would love to have everybody come. And that's one of the great things about hosting it there and here locally is that we can bring our friends, we can bring extra ladies, and it's not something that they're going to have to leave their baby or their family and go somewhere else overnight. So it's actually really convenient that it's here. Does anybody have any questions quickly about anything that they didn't find in the email or on the registration form? I made it very detailed. Okay, hopefully that covered everything. If for whatever reason you didn't get the email, let me know and I can send it to you. If for whatever reason you could not figure out how to do the form to register, let me know and I'll let you do it from my phone. 
So there's no excuses. If you want to go, you can go. Just let me know how to help you. Okay? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Morning, ladies. Getting situated. I was just thinking this morning on the way in, last week when Carrie was sharing about prayer and letting the Holy Spirit change us from the inside out. And I pray that um, that has stuck with you this week. We are going to continue that theme through worship today. If you would like to stand with us, um, please feel free to do so. If you need to kneel, if you need to sit, if you need to frolic, you do it, girls. You do it, okay? God, I just ask that you would continue to change us from the inside out, that we would seek your will, that we would be obedient to your leading, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you are faithful to complete this good work that you've started in us, Lord. Let us not become discouraged, but press on toward what you have for us, Lord. Thank you for the works that you have prepared beforehand for us to walk in. In Jesus' name. Lay me down, lay 
will be my joy. It will be my joy to say your will, your way. It will be my joy to say your will, your way. It will be my joy to say your will, your Every heart that is broken 
opportunity to respond to you God you say that we love because you first loved us God it's your breath in our lungs father and we pour out our praise to you we pour out our offerings to you this morning God thank you for this chance to respond God we ask that you take all that we give God and that you multiply it father that you use it for your kingdom in Jesus name
Call me 
I get to talk to you this morning, too. Yes, that song was strategic to transition us into leadership selection. I am honored to lead efforts for leadership selection this year as we look at finishing this year strong and starting a brand new PWOC year. And many of you might not know what that means, what leadership selection is, and so I wanted to take a few moments to just explain it to you, okay? So this ministry is made up of 22 ladies who voluntarily serve on a board for PWOC. So if you're a board member, would you just quickly stand, do a little dance? <laughs> Each of these ladies does a different job according to their gifting and how God has directed them. The jobs range from hospitality to prayer, from childcare to outreach, and everything in between, including worship. <clears throat> um, those positions are filled by the president at the beginning of a new PWOC year, which will start in May, after a new board is selected. Okay, but there are five of those 22 positions that are selected differently, because those are the core of the board. Those jobs are President, Vice President Spiritual Life, Vice President Programs, Financial Liaison, and Administrative Coordinator. And yes, thank you. Thank you, Megan. So in order to um, select these jobs, because of the cr how critical these jobs are to the health of the ministry, there is a selection team that We'll receive applications, we'll interview, we'll check references, because we want the ladies who fill these jobs to be those that God has brought and appointed, okay? Um, so I would like to introduce our current executive board. Well, you don't need an introduction. But I would like to bring them up here because I want them to give you just a general overview of what their life is like this year so that you can get an idea if this is something that God is prodding you toward, okay? So current executive board, please come on up. So I have gently forced these ladies to answer some questions just so you guys can understand what their life has been like this year. I've asked them to answer three questions, okay? The, the three questions I've asked them are, how did you know God was calling you this time last year to apply for their job? Number two, can you give us the big picture of what your role has looked like, what it looks like? And three, in what areas has God grown you the most by serving this year? Okay, so we'll start with Renee. Hi, I'm Renee. Um, I'm the admin coordinator, the bottom, you're right. Um, and so the first question, how did I know that like, I was called to do this? Um, I think it was like this time last year when this was announced that um, I was in uh, Diana's class and was leading a small group and we got done and they had passed the applications. We got to the class 
And two of the ladies at my table, they were like, here, I got this for you. And one gave me an application, and one gave me like a little brochure, and they're like, we think you should do this. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. Like leading a small group table is totally different than like being on the board. And then I got a call from Wendy, who was the leadership selection um, leader for last year. And she called me just out of the blue and was like, yeah, um, hey, Renee, this is Wendy, the leadership. I was like, I didn't turn anything in. And um, she was like, oh, well, uh, you know, um, somebody recommended you, Diana. And... Uh, and was like, she thinks that you would just do a really great job with this. And so I'd really like you to consider it. And I was like, well, aren't applications due like tomorrow or something? And she was like, yeah, but that's okay. You know, just I'll email it to you. You can fill it out. And so I was like, well, if, if Diana believes that I could do it, then I can do it. <laughs> um, and so it kind of just worked together that way where I was like, well, I don't really know that I could do this. But to kind of go along with like my position, the more I really thought about it, I was like, no, really, like these are all the things that I kind of oddly love, like organizing things, alphabetizing things. Like if you look at, if you, so one of the things that I do um, each week is usually send an email that most everybody should get. And I usually send that on Mondays as a reminder, hey, guess what? We're meeting tomorrow. Um, and then on a monthly level, um, when we do the board meetings, I kind of coordinate that. I talk with Kelly and uh, we kind of put together an agenda. Everybody turns in all their reports to me um, of things that they've done throughout the month, what, what they've done, what they're planning to do. So I get all the information and I really like having all the information and I get to organize it the way that I want. Um, so it's all formatted the same, all of the headings are the same, it's all the same size. And that means a lot to me. Now, if that's not your thing, here's the important thing. When I was thinking about this, the biggest thing I thought of is that's the way that I do it, but that doesn't mean that the, that'll be the way that the next person that comes in does it. So don't think you have to alphabetize everything and that all has to be formatted. It all has to be exactly the way that I like it because it's not. Each year, I think every position is going to look a little bit different. And I kept thinking about it and I was like, you know, for example, this year, Kelly being the president, Kelly being the president looks totally different than it was the last year when Laura was the president and the year before her when Kim was the president and the year before her when it was Sharon. And so it's going to look differently. I wasn't here that far back. Sorry. Sharon was the president when I got here. So, uh, you know, but it's going to look different for everybody. And that's the beauty of it is, yes, we're ultimately going to have the same goals and we're going to get the same things done. But you're going to make it what it is. And you're the one who's going to, like, set the tone for that position and make it into something beautiful. So no pressure, but it's, it's a lot of, honestly, a lot of what I do, I do from home. So it's, it's working behind the scenes, sending out emails, preparing things in advance. It's not a whole lot of stuff here on like Tuesday morning that I have to do as the admin coordinator. So does that cover it all? Hi, I'm, um, thank you, Renee. I'm Joe Woods. I am the financial liaison. Um, my job looks like at the beginning of the year, um, I work to set the budget, um, which really helps um, put our money where our priorities are, um, because I take that very, very seriously, the offerings that we get within the body here, and then the offerings that we get um, from the larger um, chapel community. Um, and and we, we tweak it throughout the year. 
Um, I take offering on Tuesday mornings. I count and do the accounting for that. I um, handle the purchase orders um, for everything that we have to um, buy for PWOC. Um, what else do I do? Um, I help set some of the policies for how we handle our money and for how um, we make some ethical decisions that come with handling money um, and in that arena. Um, and then I also try to um, encourage you as the body to um, be cheerful givers that buy into what the Lord is doing. So that's what I see as my job. Um, I started considering applying for the board um, back when I was um, at Fort Riley. I served as a Bible study leader there. But we PCS two years in a row, and I had a baby, and the timing just was not, not okay. I, I just would not have been able to serve um, at the board the last two duty stations um, we've been at. Um, and so I arrived here January of last year, and I felt God tugging at my heart. But I was a little bit insecure about it um, because I was like, okay, no one at Fort Bragg knows me. I, I knew one person, Rebecca Weinreich. I don't know if she's even here today. That's the only person I knew at Bragg. Um, and so I was like, they don't know me, you know. And what if there's someone who... Um, you know, could do such a better job than me? What if there's, like, an incumbent who wants the position that I'm, you know, an interloper? Um, I was, no, no, no. I just want to encourage you, if you are feeling insecure about this, because I, I have all sorts of feelings about everything, okay? So if you're like me, I want you to listen to the Holy Spirit and listen to those around you who are encouraging you to apply, who are tugging at your heart, because we want you to apply. We have been praying for you to apply. It takes the whole body of work. And, and on the application, at least last year, I think maybe this year too, there's a box you can check that says, would you be open to serving in another position? You know, and you can check that box if you're insecure like me. And you can be like, yeah, I'll, I'll go wherever God wants me. You know, because when you um, meet with the leadership selection panel, it's a conversation to find the best fit for you to serve in PWC. It's, it's not scary, I promise. So if you're insecure like me, I just want to give you a little shout out like that. Like, don't, don't be scared. Um, what, what I've learned the most, I brought, sorry, I brought notes. Um, that insecurity, right? <laughs> um, but uh, what I learned the most was I, I brought um, 1 Corinthians 13. 1. 13 is the love chapter. And it, uh, it's the first verse, and it says, If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or clanging cymbal. If I could move mountains, if I have faith that could move mountains, but I don't have love, it's worth nothing. And so when you come in and you apply, there'll be times that you're discouraged. There'll be times, at least for me, I was like, you know, what is the point? Am I even doing a good job? You know, but the point is to serve your sisters with love. And I've just been so encouraged by seeing my sisters on the board and my sisters in the body serve each other with love. And, and I've learned a lot from that this year. And I think I'm like way over on my time. But here's Becky. <laughs>
Um, so my name is Becky Griffin. Hello. Um, and I am serving as a VP of Spiritual Life this year. Um, and my journey of being called to serve started actually back at JBLM. I was on the exec board as um, the admin coordinator. And I was not as organized as this one. So let me tell you, that if, if, you, if that, all the organization scared you, trust me, it's not that scary because I was not that person. I just did well to get there every time I needed to be there. Um, but this, when I came to Bragg, I was on the way here. The only word that keep, kept coming to my mind was obedience. On the way, as we were moving, my husband's like, because he knows when I get somewhere, I get right in there. And he's like, so are you going to take the year off to just kind of like feel the waters out? It's like, yeah, I'm just, that's what I'm going to do. And um, so we got here and we sat in summer study and um, I was like, they were looking for teachers. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And when I came home, my husband was like, really? You were going to take a year off. I'm like, no, no, I'm only taking a year off from that. Um, and then I ended up teaching with Kelly, and we didn't even know each other. Like, we met the last week, I think, of summer session. And um, so anyway, we ended up teaching a class, and then leadership selection came around, and I talked to my husband. He's like, are you going to do it? I was like, no, nope, not going to do it. I'm just going to, this is good. I'm just going to participate. And I just kept feeling that tug from God telling me, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do. Um, and the very, I think it was like the very last day I handed in my application to Wendy. Um, and I actually, like Joe said, checked that box if you're willing to serve in another position. Because I had checked the box of president, don't ask me why. I was just like, okay God, I'm listening. Um, and so when Wendy called me to tell me, that, or offer me the position of VP Spiritual Life, I, and then she told me who the president was, I was just like, God had been working that out from the minute <laughs> that I stepped foot in this chapel. So um, anyway, that was just really exciting. Um, oh, so thanks. See, keeping me honest here. Um, so my job really is like the biggest chunk of it is in the beginning, well, in the summertime, selecting studies for all of you ladies, um, praying over them. Um, I read a lot over the summer, a lot, a lot, but I like to read, so that's cool. Um, and then in, right before kickoff in the spring, um, a lot of my time is devoted to just prayerfully selecting studies. Um, I've provided some spiritual guidance over the year to um, Kelly, to other people who come to me and just ask. Um, I don't know if it's all wise, but I try. I just go to the Bible. Like, <laughs> me and Jesus in the Bible, that's how it goes. Um, and how have I grown? Oh, yeah. So that whole obedience part, I really feel like that is a repetitive thing, um, word that keeps coming up in my life because there's been so many times this year where I've been like, I want to do it this way, I want it this way, and God's like, mm, no, we're going we're gonna to do it this way. And every time it just turns out so much more beautiful than it could have been in my own. And there have been times where I've kicked and screamed and said, no, no, I want it my way, and God's like, 
okay, here, go ahead. And then it turns out terrible. So, um, yeah, so I think the, that's obedience, being more obedient to what he's calling me to do. I'm Sunny Harrison. I am the VP of Programs. So my call is a little bit different. It started back in eighth grade. Um, seriously, I, I'm not, not going to go back that far. Um, God called me at a young age to serve. Um, and through my life, it's been different ways. Um, but it's never um, been some, it's, and it's usually always something outside of my comfort zone, hence here. Um, but it started uh, for me, I was listening to these people last year, because uh, fast forward to uh, military life full time, uh, being a, ch a chaplain spouse, and trying to figure out where I could in, insert God's calling uh, to, to this military ministry. And then hence I found uh, PWC, which I fell in love with, was a great uh, chance, a community of ladies getting together and learn loving the Lord. And so I heard all of this stuff last year about selection. <laughs> I'm probably doing like a lot of you. I was doing like a lot of you. I turned it off. I was like, no, that's not me. Um, and I totally ignored it. I totally did. Um, and then it was that, you know, it was that whole month of selection and I would just turn it off. And I'm like, nope, that's not me. Um, and uh, fast forward to several ladies came up to me and said, Sonny, have you ever thought about applying for this, the, the board? I was like, nope. Nope. And finally, it wasn't until Jen Cook actually passed me in the hallway and she's like, here, I want to just give you this application for the executive board. Just take it. Just pray over it. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Um, and then when I got it, I could not... I could not let it go, and I just, I just knew. I went home and talked to the hubby and was like, hey, I'm going to apply. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, because I honestly didn't even apply for programs. I checked that box of serving wherever. I actually applied for either of those three. I definitely didn't want that. <laughs> um, but uh, so luckily, the wisdom of the selection committee saw something uh, deeper in me that I was apparently a planner. So that's what I did. So as a programmer, as programs, programmatata, kudamatata, whatever. So as, a, as, as programs, it's ultimately doing what moms do every single day of our lives. Instead of a family of four, you have a, a family of 175 plus. And that's ultimately what I've done. So it's, you get a calendar. Uh, you have specific program days. You know, we call them our special program days. And they can be as big, as elaborate as your budget or um, time will allow, or they can be what I have tried to do this year, and that's how God's called me is to, I've kissed it this year. Keep it simple, Sonny. And because um, I'm, a, I'm a no frills kind of person. If you go in my house, it's not overly decorated. I, I mean, if it doesn't come decorated, I can't decorate it for anything. Um, and I will say this, because I'm no Martha Stewart by any stride, um, but, but through that, God has stretched me um, to make me think outside of my comfort zone and also gave me a great program team. I couldn't have prayed for better ladies. Y'all know who you are, um, and I do want to say thank you to my team. Shout out. Because it's, it's really not just me. It's been the team that's been behind me, and these ladies up here, um, when I have an issue, you know, I go to Lori, because she's got hospitality down, and that's one of her gifts. It's not necessarily my gift, and so we, we can talk to each other. So we're a big board. That's what I want to uh, emphasize, in, uh, too, is 
actually our backgrounds are all hodgepodge. I, I call ourselves, we're a, we're a group of misfits um, because we've all come to the Lord different ways, uh, different times in our lives. Um, it's, it's just amazing to see how God can use every, you think you, you have to get it all together, but it's, it's not. Um, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. And so I guarantee you, ladies, you may have already tuned me off, and that's fine, but God's going to still work on you if that's where he wants you to be. Um, there's going to be no denying it um, when he calls you. So it may be you have to step out of your comfort zone, and that's okay. That's how God grows us each and every day. It's always a treat when we get to hear Sunny talk. Um, so I, I made notes so I would stay on topic, but the Lord is pressing on my heart to share something. As president this year, I want you to know that my life is probably not what you think it is. My husband is an atheist. He has not come to Christ yet. Three of my, three of my children are high school, like, or teenagers, and then I got the three younger ones. Um, my, my older children are not walking with the Lord. So I want you to just take whatever assumptions you have about me as Kelly Rose or me as the president and just toss them aside. God will use a willing heart. And that's all he asks for is a heart that says yes to Jesus. So when I come here and I rejoice and I cry and I, I lift Jesus up, it looks differently when I do that at home because my home life is a little bit different when you're surrounded by people who don't. Um, have this, share the same heart for Jesus that you do. But I just want you to know that wherever your family's walk is with their faith doesn't reflect what God can call you to do. And that feeds into the first, the first question about obedience. Last year I served on programs. I applied for spiritual life, checked the box, and I was put into the program position. I'm not a frills girl. I don't even plan birthday parties. But God stretched me last year. He took me through my fear and showed me that if I trust in him, I could do whatever he asked me to do as long as I trusted in him. And last year, I wasn't going to serve. And I felt that stir and that pitter-patter in my heart. And like Sonny said, every time I tried to turn it off, I knew that God was now speaking to me. And I just ignored it. Um, God called me through my friends, people I didn't even know, saying, please apply, please apply. And through my husband which I already told you, he doesn't listen or follow God yet. Amen. But God used him, and he's the one. He was deployed, and he actually called me. I was waiting for his call to ask permission if he, he would be okay with me serving. And when he called, he said, Kelly, president. And I was like, ugh, you got the memo too. So on the other side of the world, who doesn't put his faith in God, called me to say, Kelly, I just had to call you and tell you president. And so that's how I knew I was called. And I did not, this time I did not check the box, are you willing to serve anywhere else? Because I knew so deeply in my heart that that's the area God called me to serve. He gave me the Proverbs 3.3 and he said, Kelly, you will serve them with love and kindness. So if I've done nothing else this year, I hope that you feel loved and I have shown you kindness. Um, I spend most of my time as president talking one-on-one -on -one with my board members. It's not fancy stuff, it's not glitz and glory, but it's just encouraging my board members. I could not do this position without the team that, that God has supplied me with. So if, 
if you're considering president, it's a very relational uh, position. I get to know each board member's story, and every time, oh, I can't even look at Kimberly without choking up. Every time you get to know them a little bit more, it's such a blessing. So you, you spend time encouraging, listening, guiding, helping, and arranging. I get to see the beginning and the end. I hear a whisper in my heart from God, and then it comes through the voice of my board members. And then through prayer, we see how God brings it all together. The ideas, the events, the show, socials, the book studies, transformations in each other and in all of you. Uh, I think it might have been Jen Cook or Sharon. It's so cool. If you've been a president, I mean, you've got, you guys, uh, Laura's gone today, but I mean, we have all the presidents still in this area, so there's just great resources too. So don't let that stop you. We are all here to help and encourage. It's just great. Um, I have learned, and I'm still learning, to balance my family and my ministry. I have, I have six children. Uh, I, that's why I'm a crying mess today. My oldest is graduating from AIT this week, coming home, getting married, PCSing to Germany. So I'm a hot mess of, like, letting go emotion. So I'm practicing. I'm practicing letting go and trusting God. And, uh, but, uh, but it is. It's, it's so easy to do the fun parts of ministry instead of doing... Your, your daily tasks, tasks of ministering in the home, like folding laundry and cleaning the house, cooking dinner, all those things that the little people expect you to do. So I'm, I'm learning to be slow to answer, prayer before all decisions, and I consult others who have different opinions than myself. Uh, very important. If you fill yourself with people who all have the same opinion, you're not going to make a difference in this world. So find people who have different opinions, who have different ideals, different cultures, and, and speak with them. And uh, you can come to a much better conclusion of a better way to serve more people. Um, and just enjoy instead of worrying. You just enjoy the day, and it's wonderful. But I've enjoyed being president. And we are way over time. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Thank you so much, ladies. You can take a seat. I know that we don't have much time, but I do want to quickly introduce the selection team so you know who you'd be interviewing with, okay? So we have Margaret Franklin. Where is Mar Margaret? Margaret Franklin. We have Raquel Ifrasio. Raquel and Renee Dumont. So you'll be interviewing with those three ladies with myself and Chaplain Randalls. I promise we are all nice. It will be fun. It won't be scary. Okay, so hopefully that answers some of your questions. If it does not, please come talk to me, and I'll try to get answers for you. If you feel a stirring in your heart and you want an application, we have applications stapled on the back are more detailed descriptions of each of the five jobs, okay? So even if you don't do anything with this but you want to know more, take a copy, take it with you, okay? Each of the ladies that I just introduced will have a stack of applications at the door so you can grab one on your way out to Bible study. If you are staying in here for Bible study, you can come grab one from me. And I thank you for listening. Thank you for keeping your hearts and your minds open to the Lord. And let's pray as we dismiss to class. God, thank you so much for this time, for this opportunity to walk in faith and trust you with... Um, with everything, 
But God, I pray that these women would listen for your voice and be obedient and step out in faith to what you are calling them to do. God, I thank you for the board that you have already put together, and I pray that we would um, be obedient to listen to your voice as we select them. Bless them as they go. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope that you were truly blessed by each of these ladies' stories. The deadline to apply is March 31st, 2020. If you are interested, feel free to email Shelby Lorenzen at Shelby, S-H-E-L-B-Y Lorenzen, L-O-R-E-N-Z-E-N at yahoo.com or email um, the brag pwc at gmail.com. We hope that you are truly blessed by this and um, until next time remember that you are loved.